If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Visited a shop, picked a whole basket of provisions, toiletries, and very essential things you need. Battled a long queue to finally pay, only to be told. <laughs> You can't pay to a merchant's number. The way that thing they pay, eh? But with Vodafone Cash, there is no problem. Now, on Vodafone Cash, you can pay all merchants on all networks. Easy peasy. And you're straight. And you're direct. And you're sharp. From your Vodafone Cash wallet to any merchant's number on other networks. So, whether you are buying provisions or fuel, medication or food, whatever the service or need, just pay conveniently from Vodafone Cash to any merchant's number. Simply dial star 110 hash to make payment to Merchants on other networks today. Vodafone. Wouldn't you prefer an apartment hotel? One that offers the utmost convenience of a boutique hotel while offering the idyllic comfort of your own private home. Oasis Park Residences offers luxury studios, one, two, and three bedrooms, both for short and long-term rental at competitive rates. A sky swimming pool, gourmet outdoor restaurant, and a fully equipped gym rest on a breathtaking rooftop with panoramic views of the city. Oasis Park Residences, located at Shiashi Tetekwashi, 10 minutes from the international airport, is the ideal place for all your accommodation needs. Why don't you give us a call on 020-4343009 or visit our website at oasisparkresidences.com to make your reservations. Oasis Park Residences, more than a home. Welcome to Ghana Connect. Kanya dodo mako e mara dole bobo mi avio nyuna la tomalo. Fima mako le dodo kula dufufu. When I was going, then the boat has come and ten. Then I was holding my brother, and my brother fell down. Then I can't find my brother again. 
It's been a bloody past few weeks. Up to 10 school children and a pupil teacher have all lost their lives whilst crossing rivers and streams to other communities to school. If you listen to the news recently, it is a regular future with so many school children and teachers losing their lives whilst embarking on dangerous journeys to schools, to no other place than to school. This week, the sad story was reported from Fana here in the Greater Accra region near Weja, where nine school children between the ages of 1 and 13 perished on their way from school after their boat, manned by a 12-year-old, capsized. Yesterday, when we are coming home, we don't get boats. And I saw some young boy driving a boat. And I called and said, that we should come and pick us. So when the boy came, then I told her that we are plenty inside the boat. So we should remove some people down and go and come and come and take us. The boy told me, said that the boat should go. I told her again. Then the boy said the boat should go. And I was going. Then the boat has come and turned. Then I was holding my brother. And my brother fell down. Then I can't find my brother again. Then I hold the boat. When I hold the boat, then some man come and take me home. So at that point, you couldn't get hold of your brother? Please, no. Okay. So what happened to um, the other people uh, in the boat? Please, they are dead. Well, this is the story of one 13-year-old girl who survived this accident at Fana near Weja. Well, a parent has lost two of her most precious jewels, two of her children also went out there to school then adjoining community because that island community did not have a school have all perished and the woman is in severe pain She's basically saying that um, at the time the kids were supposed to have returned from school, they did not return. So she was alarmed, especially when she got the info that uh, a boat had capsized. So she rushed there and, and, and realized that her two kids were involved and they rushed them on the way they actually passed away. So this is the horrific story coming in from Fana. And mind you, this happened in the greater Accra region, the capital. This is Accra. Are we feeling our young people? Why are school children being ferried in rickety boats no life jackets, and simply no regard for human life. That is what we are discussing here on Ghana Connect right after this. life wonderful when everything worth doing is scheduled hitting the stop button on your alarm just in time for your morning joke that happy moment listening to your baby's heartbeat at the doctor's office on a rage virtual meeting with that big 
Hey, client. Buy airtime ahead of time with scheduled airtime service on MTN Momo. You can schedule your airtime purchase of any amount daily, weekly, or monthly by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. Hello CEOs, are you ready? The 7th Ghana CEO Summit and Expo is here. The foremost business conference for over 500 topmost CEOs, heads of state, business leaders and ambassadors to be held on the 22nd of May 2023 at the Kempinski Hotel on the theme Economic Sovereignty, Sustainability and Digital Industrial Transformation. New path for growth and prosperity. This impactful summit has attracted over 2,000 high-level dignitaries including His Excellencies, President Nana Adedankwe Kufuado, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Dubalmia and ex-president John Mahama. Be enlightened with actionable perspectives, CEO performance strategies, strategic insights on the latest business trends through CEO masterclasses, plenaries, keynote, expert insights, and CEO peer networking sessions. Register to participate at ghanaceosummit.com. For inquiries, call 0546-391970 or 0244-687222. The Ghana CEO Summit and Expo is powered by Ghana CEO Network in partnership with Deloitte, Ministry of Public Enterprises, GIPC, SIGA, and the Multimedia Group, TCNC Supply. Luxurious affordable living is your right, and no one understands it better than BOT Properties. BOT Properties specializes in modern residential buildings and commercial office spaces. Our properties include the Equator, a 12-story made up of over 100 apartments near Accra Mall. At the Equator Courts, we offer you the deluxe living experience with our top-of-the-range homes, high-quality homes built with style and precision to suit your lifestyle. The Equator Courts is a gated community with two-story, four-bedroom detached houses at Ubuju Islegon near American House. Our office complexes include Zion House, Shiashi Islegon, Zion House, Sofaline Interchange, Kumase. Our offices and apartments are for both rental and outright purchases at affordable prices and with flexible payment terms. Kindly contact us on 0257-960-919 or visit botproperties.com. 
BOT Properties, the new meaning of affordable luxury. And it's been a pretty terrific story that came in from Sana uh, Fana, and people are commenting about this issue. You can also join in with your comments and your thoughts. WhatsApp and Telegram 055 Well, connecting with us, God's Way is a teacher at an island community alongside the Volta Lake. He will join us pretty shortly. We also have Peter Antipate, he is the executive director of the Institute for Education Studies, IFES. Peter, can you hear me? Hello, Peter. Yes, I can hear you. Right. So, Peter is connecting with us on Zoom. Abdul Karim Ibrahim is a social critic and a postgraduate student at University of Ghana's Institute for African Studies. Karim, are you there? Hello, Karim. Well, so we saw that out shortly. Karim is also joining us. And then Nana Kofi Ampon, Dakwa is a political activist. He's also joining us. Kofi Ampon, are you there? Ampon, I see that your, your, your connection hasn't joined with audio. So if you can check that out for me, I'll be grateful. And then also soon, Julius Kwame Anthony is a former general secretary of the National Union of Ghana Students. He will also join us. My name is Kweku Asante, and I'm going to be moderating this conversation. Let me start off first from you, Peter Anti. You guys monitor these conversations a lot of times. And even for those of us who monitor in the media, there are so many of these stories that simply do not get reported. Are you surprised or were you surprised when, when, when this latest news came to you or because you've been doing a lot of reporting on this, you've been numbed by it? Uh, thank you very much and good evening to your uh, listeners and uh, possible viewers. Um, surprised no in 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 this in this field of work uh, nothing surprises me again uh, because i have i've come to realize that our leaders love the cameras they 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 love to take center stage when there there are issues like this so they will you will see them um with their delegation and the cameras moving to these areas to show that they 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 care and and then right after a week nothing happens again till we wait for the next um um tragedy and then they will go again with their cameras so i i wasn't surprised i i want to start this by talking about a report that was released by the ghana statistical service in 2021 just after the census they indicated to all of us and and I'll, I'll i'll tie in this with the 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 lack of planning and foresight that we have in this country especially when it comes to the education sector they say that 73 percent of residential clusters in rural areas in ghana do not have all the three required levels of basic education 73 percent 
Now, so the three required basic education are the primary, the junior high school, and then the, I mean, the pre-primary, what we call the KG, the primary, and the junior high school. Then they also say that nearly one-third of rural settlements or residential clusters and 6% urban clusters do not have any facility providing education. Now, this is a report that was released just 2021. So if, if, if we are a country that plans this to be a guide to anybody that is planning in having or ensuring that people have easy access to education. So there are 6% of people, I mean, uh, um, um, residential areas in in urban Ghana that do not have any access to any form of education. And I wouldn't be surprised that, I'm not surprised that this is happening because if they had the first point is if they had access to education within their um, community, they wouldn't cross any kind of um, river or to access education at other places. But we have reports that indicate that these places do not have education. What yeah. have we done? What have we done to provide them with access to education so that these reports that we keep having in this year, this is the second time, January 1 happened. Then you saw the, the, the authorities rushing there with the cameras so that they will be captured and, and then be, uh, be shown all over the place. Four months after that, we have seen a more serious one taking off almost like eight children with their crime. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura nueva Ram 1500 hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC their crime is that they wanted to assess education this shouldn't happen in 2023 in Ghana no right very 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 disturbing I mean disturbing information share with us uh, uh, Karim I mean, yeah. not necessarily to look down on all other communities or to profile or to make any statements that would be seen as insensitive. But this is Accra. You would have thought that Accra, for, for, for Accra, the capital city, some of these things would not be happening in the greater Accra region. Of course, some of the issues or some of the things that have happened completely deplorable. You look at some places, life jackets completely non-existent. These things keep happening. And just like Peter said, the crime of these school children, 1 and 13 years. When this thing happened, I was just imagining a one-year-old or a three-year-old boy or girl in this water tr- struggling just because they wanted to access education. How do you react to this development and what does that tell about the state of leadership around this town? Well, very well, Kweku. Um, thank you very much. And I, I suspect that the, the point that you wanted to make with this uh, was to uh, say that um, the Accra being the, the regional capital ordinarily should have access in a way 
that allows the vast majority of people to to experience certain things that uh, the further you move away from the center, you would not. But I think that it also betrays a certain understanding that we all have uh, that we we fail to appreciate the extent of the inequality that exists, and that oftentimes we make the mistake to believe that the closer perhaps uh, or, or the, the the more I mean proximate one may be. To, to the center of, of wealth, of experience, of privilege, the more one is able to also uh, access those things. Clearly, the evidence doesn't suggest that that is the case. And we are very, very, very uh, unequal in terms of how we distribute things. But for me, my, my view of this is that this is nothing but state homicide. That's precisely the point that this is. This is state homicide. The death of these young people is completely on their hands of the state and there's nothing that we can do about it in terms of how we remove the state from it. And again, I also think that we have essentially become very helpless necrophiles, right? We we love our dead. And and that has a way of animating national conversation in a way that we are doing right now. If you take a critical look at everybody who has responded, including you and I, really, what then you would see quite clearly is that we 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 have become incapable of of anything that looks like accountability. So I've listened to the education minister, and this has been the opportunity for him to begin to tell us about how uh, they are mapping, they're doing aerial mapping, and and the fact that it has never it had never been there before, and 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 now they are working on it to make sure that every community gets school uh, and, and all. We've also heard the the Ghana Education Service and the statement that they put out there. It's 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 just it's just the most alarming thing that I have seen. It is pretty much like um, they are in their offices. They heard that something has happened, so they issue a statement to say that we acknowledge that this has happened. We are very sad about it. We regret that it has happened, and that's basically it. And for me, again, even the attempt now to to make this almost strictly about education and the fact that, you know what, if we built a few more schools in, in the island communities, perhaps none of these problems would continue and all of those things. Go further to show me that it would happen again and the next time it would happen because perhaps they were going to the farm or perhaps they were going to sell their wares on the market or something like that. And, and it is just worrying. And and the fact that when you, when you think about all of it, the sense that one gets is that, as I have put it, we have become helpless necrophiles and state homicide is something that happens every single day and no accountability whatsoever. Because in all of this, yeah, I've heard that the minority is dragging the, the Minister of Education to, to, to Parliament to go and answer questions and w- what will come out of that. No accountability whatsoever. And this is not removed in any way, for instance, from what has happened with our finance minister when many of them wanted him out and all of a sudden, I mean, he's been there up till now because everybody knows, everybody in public office knows very well that there's nothing that will happen, right? And so you won't find the president incensed by this. Of course, you'll make some comments about it when people present a microphone before him. But the extent that individually, based on his own agency, based on the agency of individual institutions and all of that, they, they would not elevate this matter to a point of, of crisis, right? The fact that none of them will do that clearly indicates where we stand. And, and, and for and, me, and Karim, that's, a, that's yes. a good point you made, and I wanted to come there shortly because mm. I haven't seen a statement from the president, I haven't seen one from the vice president, not from the education ministry, not now, of course. The Greater Accra mm-hmm. Regional Minister went there today, 
but that, that but that's been it elsewhere yeah. sometimes you see the kind of actions and that is why people have had cause to complain about politicians and the presidency yeah. and people at the top releasing statements when said some crisis of a sort happen in other countries and they don't do same here does it tell about the state of mind of the leadership and the seriousness they attached to some of these issues at all yes that's the point that i'm trying to make here because you know so there's this feeling even when you read generally all of us our comments and all of that you can tell quite clearly that we don't appreciate the magnitude of of some of these things we we, we like to think and yesterday i was listening to you i i am i mean away and and so i've been monitoring sometimes i don't i don't get the full import of the conversation that is going on in ghana as i would have had uh, previously but but i also was listening to 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 your platform and and someone was making a point one of i think from not more so and trying very hard to say that we are not interested in relocating them why should even relocation become a part of the conversation of people who are living somewhere for for hundreds of years and that is where they are if they are truly Part of the state, right? Then they must not re- remove themselves from where they are to come closer to the center to be able to get anything. And even with the point that you were trying to make and the question that you were asking, the struggle that you yourself was having in terms of how to, to, to want to say that, well, you don't mean that um, if someone were far away from Accra, perhaps they deserve it or anything like that. But you're, you're thinking that if you if you are closer to Accra, you should not experience some of these very difficult things and some of these atrocious things and all of that. It's indicative of something. Because it also means that we have all come to just generally accept that to, to survive, to get meaningful life, to, to and, and enjoy some dignity, you must be closer to the center of power. So it might not necessarily be Accra, it might also be the case that if you are in the Santiago Central, uh, where I come from, then if you are not close to Konongo, you sometimes are forgotten and may not get certain access, access to certain amenities, among other things like that. That has become the national psyche. And the politicians, the political leaders, the people at GS and all of those things, this is what they know. And that's why um, Miss Cassandra or, or so would put out a very blunt statement in the way that they have put out there. We acknowledge that this has happened. We regret that this is sad. And uh, we, we, we send our commiserations to the family and, and the people who have lost their lives. That's the it. They will move on to the next subject because even they themselves in the statement that they made indicated that in a related development, like they're newsmakers, in a related development, a teacher also died in this way. That is the nature of the tragedy that we have. And for me, if we don't problematize that very well, we are unable to fully appreciate or not automatically. I mean, oftentimes when I am on a program like this, you know me, I'm very animated, very angry, and I'm talking about issues. But this has really, really, really just humbled me in a way that I just feel that if if we don't go back to the basis and, and talk about these problems and problematize this in a way that gets people to fully appreciate what we are dealing with, then we would continue to touch it around the periphery like we are doing right now. The Christian minister will take the opportunity to tell us something nice that he's doing for the next campaign and then the minority will pretend that they are doing their work by dragging the education minister to parliament to ask him questions which will amount to nothing and then you would host this show and invite all of us who come and talk about it as you know joy fm has done many series on this Mm. in the past it was um classroom blocks that were um uh, had deficiencies 
some time ago, one or more collapsed on students and, and they died. When you attempted to talk about it at some point with free senior high school and all of that, the education minister came in and said something about how uh, you are whatever, something, some nonsense about school of shame and school of fame or some very nonsense like that. <laughs> and then nothing happened with that. So that is the kind of world that we have created for ourselves. And I'm not surprised that we are here, but unfortunately it's going to happen again. Mm. And it would happen again and nothing would happen about that until we frame the conversation around it very well. And on this note, demand accountability in the sense that somebody must go. What people like most is about is their jobs, is their sense of security. If their sense of security is tied to other people's sense of security, I believe they will take it more seriously than they are doing now. Mm. Very interesting thoughts that Karim has shared with us. And I'll come back to Peter Auntie shortly because Karim makes a point about how this is going to happen again. And without wishing bad, we all just know within our heads that this is going to happen again the next month or two. We are going to cover the news. It's going to be a big subject for national conversation. We are all going to pretend as though we are trying to fix it and then we'll move on to the next big story until it happens again, until it happens again. But I'll come back to Peter Antti on that, on that point shortly. Um, I'm Paul. I mean, you are a social activist. When, when you hear news like this and... The, the way the state deals with it, or like someone would say, pretend to deal with it. How does it make you feel in terms of how social care, if, if, if anything of that sort of exists in this country at all? Yeah, thank you, Kweku. Can you hear me? Can you hear you loud and clear? Oh, okay, thank you. Um, I'm really listening to you, you and that. I cherish the listening. I think I'll say in the opinions that have been articulated by Peter and, and Karim. For me, I, I agree that as a... I have, I have some challenge with Ampon's Zoom connection there. We'll try and re- rectify that ASAP. Um, if it doesn't work with the Zoom, let's try and put Ampon back on the phone lines and, and see how it works. So Ampon, Ampon then trying to share some thoughts. With that. I mean, Dr. Pitanti, let me, let me go back to you again as we try to fix Ampon's connection. If it doesn't work, we'll put him on the phone. Dr. Pitanti, Karim makes this point and point about how this is going to happen again. And you and your colleagues at Africa Education Watch, for instance, um, IFEST, you catalog a lot of these cases, you put out a lot of statements, you try and ask for something to be done. Karim draws our attention to the fact that there's simply no accountability. The many times that these things have happened, not a single person has been held responsible and that these things are going to happen. Do you, do you, do you see things in this direction if you all do not rally around now and make some tough decisions to try and forestall some of these occurrences? Well, as, as you said, if, if someone says that it will happen again, it means that it looks like the person is a prophet of doom. Of course, when it happened in January, um, we never thought that four months down the line we will come and talk about this uh, same issue. So I wish so much that we don't lose any other lives because of this incident, because they want to assess education. And and, and I, 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 want, I want to um, I, I talk about I, I, I want to bring in this point that Karim said that it is not only about uh, education. I agree, but you look you look at it, you see that anytime we have had this massive kind of uh, people dying, 
is because they went to school and they are coming back or they are going to school and it happens most of the time on, on these island communities so you you cannot separate the quest of the individual to assess education from these accidents that have been happening over 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 the years and so yes it's 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 might happen again but we need to look at how we'll be able to solve this in the immediate term the the uh, short term and possibly we look at the long term uh, uh, um, um, way by which we can we can deal with it. But for me, as it stands now, the, the the best option is to is to look at how best we're able to put a more modern boat on those on those rivers and get experienced people that will commit that that will drive the students from where they are to uh, the the end of the of the river. And these boats would be dedicated to the students. Who cross these rivers every now and then? I think that is an immediate thing that we can do. Another thing will be to provide the life jackets that we spoke about in January, and of course, the Director General of Organic Education Service moved in and supplied that particular community with the life jackets, forgetting that there are numerous other communities that goes through the same process. And that is why I talk about planning. We we seem not to plan about anything. It's 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 like this thing that we say um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, education on wheels. Like we 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 want to. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Pay as you go. Like it happens, and then we address it. Then we go and relax. And then it happens again. Then we address it. Then we go and relax. There's not nothing like planning, looking into the future, looking at the past things that we have gone through, looking at the data that we have, thinking through the data, and looking into the future and planning and make sure that these things that keeps happening, we will put a stop to it. There's nothing like that because when it happened in January, what what should have happened was that the the Ministry of Education, the Ghana Education Service, should have made effort to supply. All other island communities that have kids crossing rivers to to assess education, at least supply them with with um, life jackets, and make sure that the, and this one will be the district assembly. Make sure that these kids are transported by competent um, 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 boats drivers before they they, 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 they they go to assess whatever mm. education that they want to assess. I mean, we, we never saw any of this. So, unfortunately, it might happen again, but I pray that we will learn from this and ensure that we provide the immediate needs that these people need. And then in the next uh, long-term measure, we either look at providing them with, with some sort of a school within their communities so that we can curtail the, the practice or the, the, the experience of people dying. But my problem is that people dying because they want to access education. It shouldn't happen in Ghana in 2023. No. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. Dr. Pitanti, very, very good thoughts there. Ampo, I'll come to you shortly. And, I mean, as we're having this conversation, and for those of you listening, I want the, the situation to, to... I want you to be fully immersed in the situation that in the last five months, we are in the fifth month of the new year, we have lost 17 school children because they were going to school or returning from school and then they drowned because they have to cross some, some river or some stream of a sort. The last time it happened was in January. Eight school children perished. They died. And then nine school children just this week. 
just last two weeks as well, a people teacher also along the Volta League also just passed on. He also got drowned in such similar fashion because of a rickety boat just because he was on his way to do his work. And Peter Anti, Dr. Peter Anti ends there on a very good note about whether or not these communities need to have schools themselves. Because when it happened at Fana and we were there, one of the community leaders said they needed schools of their own. There are those who have asked questions about whether or not the state can afford to build schools in any island communities if they are five school children, if they are six school, six school children, the utility argument. I'll come back after that. But we are very, very happy that we are, we are joined by Godsway. Godsway is a teacher at an island community alongside the Volta Lake. He's gentle. These are persons who have the real-life experiences. They live like this every single day. Godsway, so thank you very much for, for joining us on, on, on Ghana Connect. Thank you, well, so God's way, you are a teacher. T- tell me, how are you able to do it? Going to school and back, some of your colleagues getting over the water up and down every now and then, and the risks that are involved, and then you get to hear about these kinds of news every now and then. How does it make you feel? Hmm, my brother, thank you very much. Uh, as you said, uh, you announced earlier, I'm a teacher, and uh, I'm currently stationed at uh, Odumankuma in the Krachi West municipality of the Uti region. And I also represent the teachers. I'm the uh, secretary for the Kiti Island local NAT. And I can uh, state that it's very, very pathetic if you look at the conditions that teachers need to go through in order to teach the future leaders of this nation. And for me personally, I think that teaching in some of these co- uh, communities is more of a rescue mission than, than an occupation. Because if I say it's a rescue mission, because what you go through every day is appalling. Let me, narrate, let me put this scenario in this situation. You see, for example, the local I had as the general secretary, we have about 14 communities. And all these communities can only be accessed once in a week, that is on market days. So if there is an emergency on some of these communities and you want to come to the district capital, you need to seek service of uh, the smaller canoes. And that is where the risk comes in. From the district capital to some of the communities, you have to be on open water for three hours. And it can, it, it will amaze you to know that most of these communities do not have life jackets for the teachers. So if there's an emergency, you have no other option. Some of these communities don't even have health facilities. So if there's an emergency, last time a teacher got beaten by a snake. By the time they were able to retrieve him from the island to the mainland to, to, to receive medical attention. And in fact, it, 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 it's bad. It's very bad. So I listened to my other colleagues who shared their views on this. And I think that the government must not only be interested in posting people's sons to areas that are difficult to access and putting their lives at risk, but they must also put in policies that will ensure that in the process of you offering your service to this nation, you don't end up losing your life. So You don't end up, yes. I mean, some of your colleagues who, who have to go through some of these, I mean, conditions to be able to get to school, to be able to get to work, to be able to impart the knowledge that they wish to do so. They have to yeah. go through all these. Do some of them have life jackets or they just have to hazard it, get on the boat 
and hope that you get to the other side. You see, that is even the problem. And sometimes when they are posting teachers to this community, they don't even consider whether this teacher knows how to swim. And that is one of the greatest dangers because the colleague teacher we lost recently, he was not the only one in the, uh, the boat, but those who at least know how to swim were able to save themselves. But because he doesn't have any basic knowledge in swimming, we lost him. And these are the challenges just go through. Like he came to town to get some, some one or two things in order to survive there. Because now this even common bread, to even buy bread is a problem. So almost basically everything, we need to come to the district capital to get it. And these are the challenges that teachers go through every day. And we have a lot of communities on the island. You have no option. See, when the boat leaves the district capital on Wednesday, unless next week Wednesday before you'll be able to have access to the bigger boat in order to come. So if there is an emergency, you don't have any option. The last time when I tried to find out, I was told that Nat provided some life jackets to the teachers, but they were not enough. And then the district assembly also provided some life jackets, but it was not provided to the teachers. It was provided to the community. So because it is in the hands of the community, they didn't take care of it well, and all the life jackets are missing. So anytime a teacher wants to come to this side of town, that's the district capital, they don't have any life jackets. And and you must also come because what you want to come and do is equally very important. How is this impacting morale? I mean, some of your teachers, they are, they are, they are their stories are uh, yes. many of teachers who want to leave such communities, people who are refusing postings to these areas. What is it's the level true. of morale among you and your colleagues? It's, it's, it's really bad. In fact, I was part of the team that uh, took part in the search and retrieval of the body of our colleague that we lost recently we were on the lake for three good days in fact when we retrieved the body and then the colleagues who were on the island saw what had happened to this departed uh, brother of ours they were really depressed and most of them in fact some of them spoke to us and told us that if something is not done they will not end up risking their life for the service of this country they would rather be jobless than remain on an island where their safety is not guaranteed. So the morale of the teachers has really gone down. That one I can assure you. So currently, even the teachers on the island, we are planning to petition the district assembly and then the authorities that may be that as soon as possible in the entry, they must ensure that they provide life jacket to all the teachers on the island so that when they are moving, to inform the district capital, at least to some extent, their safety can be guaranteed. So for the morale, it's, it's, it's really down. It's really down. And and you can just imagine that since this thing happened, mm. nobody uh, tried to get in touch with the teachers. No one has reached out. Speak to them and encourage them. And that's the problem. Because no, no, no one has reached out since this incident happened two, more than two years ago. Yes. None that I can recall that anybody reach out to the teachers on the island to speak to them and to encourage them that, oh, looking at this, these are some of the entry measures that we are putting in place. And that's why we are planning to petition uh, the, the, the various authorities next week to ensure that at least they consider our safety. Hmm. 
God's way, thank you very much for sharing this with us. And, and stay with me, stay with me. I mean, I'm just checking online. I'm just checking some of the local markets and the online platforms in Ghana. A life jacket costs sometimes as little as 200 cities, 250 cities, 300 cities. So how many teachers are in this community? How many students are there? How many can we provide? You look at all the things we spend our money on in this country, and if you can provide some of these things for teachers, you can provide these things for students. We can put in, in place the kinds of things that will safeguard their lives. It tells so much about our priority for life, our priority for education, and all the other things. I mean, Karim, you've, you've, you've listened to, I mean, what is clearly a, a very sad story of this teacher. And these are teachers. And, and, and we covered that story two weeks ago of that teacher. It took close to three days, like he said, for the body to be recovered. And and it sometimes it had to take they themselves, no no they, they they do not have any experience in rescuing lives like that. In fact, two days ago when the accident happened at Fana, it is the community mm-hmm. members themselves who rescued, who, who who retrieved all the bodies. The last yes. one person that was said to be missing, whose body was retrieved yesterday at ten o'clock a.m. was also done by community members. No state security, nothing, nobody inside. And you listen to. Such a similar story being said by, by, by God's way, a brother who is teaching yeah. along the along along that along that coastline. It, it tells a story, doesn't it? Um, first of all, let me let me extend my my personally deepest appreciation to to God's way and and all teachers like him who who do this this amazing work that you do, and and there are very many people even away from the the teacher um, space. That are also doing this, and that's why for me, and and not to um, take on uh, Peter or, or, or anything like that, but that's why for me, I think that it is very important to look at this more broadly, because again, the problem I have with attempting to sort of humanize and uh, and and give this story a, a little more favorable face with this idea that oh, they were only going to a sex education, and 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 this is what happened. What that tells me is that if if we allow for people to continuously be be excluded in the way that it happens with people in rural communities, people in very poor communities, people in island communities as we are seeing, then quite clearly, because in, in this case, if you look at the, the story that Gosway is, is telling, uh, I mean, there are many things that a person would need to function as a whole. Sometimes it is just basically going to town to go and meet friends. Sometimes just basically going out there to just go and have fun, go to some beer bar and get a a, a bottle of um, a drink and and then satisfy yourself. All of those things can put one in a good mood for the next Monday to go to class and teach, right? So there must not be anything that inhibits the full access of the human dignity and human experience in a way that would allow them to to go forward. Okay, so if we, we, we that's why we do not have to look at this in a very narrow sense about what on what condition or occasion that this particular one happened but the, the point that you asked me is a, is a very critical one in the way that it makes me also reflect broadly on the very many problems that we we have on our hands so and that's why i've upset two things as my thesis in this conversation that the state is engaged in active homicide all the time and this is evidence of that and secondly all of us including the victim communities have become helpless necrophiles because death has essentially become a part of us in a way that we, we just accept it. So even with the with the victim community, 
you can see the extent to which their own protest and disagreement and complaints go. They don't seem to go beyond themselves and beyond just simply appealing that the right things must be done. So how difficult is it to, to have designated transport system? And in this case, I'm not very good with um, traveling on water, so I'm just going to limit myself to, to the boats as everybody talked about. How difficult is it to have a, a, a permanent feature in all of these communities as a state responsibility to see that connection and connectivity is a right that people must have. Therefore, we must provide these mechanisms and, and make them available for them. You and I, when we live in Accra, we live in Kumasi and the very many other parts on land that allow us to integrate. We we get roads in the way that that make it a, a natural right for all of us as citizens of the country. Do people who live in island communities have any natural right also to, to movement, to mobility, among other things like that? Yes, they do. Does our state do anything in that regard to help them? It appears they don't. And for me, if we don't begin to look at all of those things in that particular fashion, right, so that when this happens, then the market woman, the teacher, the social worker, the, the nurse, among many other people, would all be endangered by this idea that we don't have some of Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. These very simple acts of connectivity. That way, I do believe that the, the sort of um, power that, that, that comes to back our, our protest would be much bigger and better. And again, let me just also highlight this point. And for me, I am very deliberate about taking this slightly away from the exclusive domain of education to talk about it more broadly. To say that, if you if you look at what very recently happened in in, uh, in Ashaiman and the sort of reaction that we had and the and the and the silence from 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 the president, for instance, when he had opportunity to talk about this, and the many other people, what you notice therefore is that for many of us, when we sit on Facebook and we are defending our party and we are taking positions on matters and all of that, we need to really, really reflect and ask ourselves for how long are we going to continue to be very foolish in that regard and do things the way the way that we do. People who 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 do not form a part of the center are completely irrelevant to us, and that is what this is this is indicating. So. So tomorrow, for instance, it might not exactly be the case of, of people dying as, as a result of um, the tides killing them. There are many other things. And then again, now as the as the teacher has made, made a point, you, you are going to send people to to special communities to, to go and work. Because in the vast majority of instances, perhaps maybe in less than a 5% situation, they do not have the systems that the rest of us may, 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 may be having. If you're going to send all of these people to, to different places and all of that, why, why must it take someone to come and prompt the, the institutions of state to do what they must do? The answer is very simple. Because none of them who take decisions are affected by these experiences. It's as simple as that. And so when we are talking sometimes about, say, access to, to, to health, and we are complaining about how public officials run around the world and become medical tourists and get the best of the health care, some people raise objection that, well, 
even if they were not vice president or president or minister, they could still afford that. They see all of those rubbish. That's one. When we are talking about um, um, road accidents, the terrible nature of roads that are killing people and all of that, there are those who think that, well, the president is always a very busy man. So clear the road for them and remove every hindrance that can cause road accidents so that those people are safe. When we continue to remove them from every malady of the Ghanaian state, the problem that you create is that you remove any sense of appreciation of the problem. And for that matter, to the extent that they are not affected by it, there's very little that they will do about it. Very recently, I have also seen in the news that um, now um, they are introducing what Accra by, by air or Accra by something. So that if you want to beat the, the traffic situation, the rich people can now fly into some, in some helicopter and, and get themselves away from the, the, the problem. You see, and then at the end of the day, if people like Oliver Barker go to raise some of these points, very much in the same way as the president said some time ago that Arab Spring may, may rise in Ghana if the problems of unemployment and all of the difficulties are not addressed, then we, we get very hyperactive and then we go attacking those individuals because we think that they are saying something that would endanger this country. These are the things that would endanger all of us because if children are going to die in that way, your street near school will completely be bonkers because what's the point? If if nurses are, are, are very afraid to go to communities because there's literally nothing and there's no incentive whatsoever to make them go there and do the work. What we are essentially going to continuously do is that those people are going to be cut out from many other amenities, right? And that's why for me, it, it's very, very important that on the occasion of this very unfortunate tragedy, we expand the, the scope of this conversation and we get angry. We really must get angry because that anger is founded of, on, on something. It's founded on years of numbness and removal of people in positions of power and authority who have the responsibility to do what they must do to make everybody's life better. The fact that we have continuously removed them, because even at every single level, from the unit committee to the assembly member to the district uh, executive and all of them, at every point, the problems of the community, those elements of leadership are never, never fully immersed in, in, in all of those problems. They are completely removed by their privileges and all of those things. We need to continue to extend this conversation of Article 71 and all of those things to say that if you are in all of those positions, you must buy, buy I mean, as a, as, as, a, as a value of the morality of the, of the state, state and among many other things, you must be part of all of those things. And when these things happen, I mean, let me just end it on this note quick. And mm. I'm getting very animated and... I, 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 I see that. I see that. Right so it must also be, and, and and not to direct your editorial work or anything like that, it must also be that those of you who shape the conversation and the discourse in the media and invite every other person to come in and have a conversation and all of that, you must be you must be un, 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 unrepentant on your demand that something must happen. Even if it means an agenda to get someone out, that must happen because when consequences are removed from actions like this, what would happen is that we will see that very stupid statement that we have seen from the Ghana Education Service, and then nothing will happen. When people like Teacher Kujo and the rest decided to become activist teachers, what happened to them? Some, some mm. bogus disciplinary action against all of them, and then in future, they would all shut up. We must be angry and we must demand something, and all of you must shift the conversation in that way so that the next time something like this happens, the education minister will, will be scared, even come and engage you and by the time that you call him to 
to, to have an interview with him, he will be sending his resignation letter because that's what he must do because he has failed. It's as simple as that. Uh, I mean, I mean, incredible points that you 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 make there, and I agree with you on 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 on, on most of the points that, that that you raise. Let me bring in Peter before I bring in Ampon. Ampon's network has in helped him so much, so we've we've had very little of him. But um, doctor, doctor Peter Pat, uh, Auntie, you've heard there from this teacher, you've heard from Karim. I mean, it brings to my mind the 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 kind of comments that we used to hear when we were young people that the the teacher's reward is in heaven. Because, I mean, that is what I'm seeing here. It's almost like the, the state has deployed these teachers to this part of town and simply said that, well, we'll pay you at the end of the month, but that is it. You are on your own. Yeah, it's, it's sad listening to the teacher. I've interviewed teachers on island communities um, about three years ago um, on a paper project that we were working on, and I really share in their... Um, struggle to help the Ghanaian child um, uh, access uh, ed quality education. So I am very familiar with everything that he is talking about. Uh, one of the things that we we have forcefully spoken about is the issue of um, deployment. Uh, when I talk about deployment, I'm talking about teacher deployment. I think that is one of the weakest link in our education service delivery in Ghana. And the earlier we look at that, the better it will be for all of all us. Of, us. Mm. of course, again, another thing is the lack of psychosocial support systems within the education system. So you see what he was narrating, a colleague has gone through this. It has an impact on them psychologically. What are the uh, possible support systems available for them, none, nothing at all. And and these are the things that sometimes uh, it's, 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 it saddens my heart that we will, we, will, we will continue to have these kinds of discussions as, as, as if um, nobody is bothered. Mm. It's, it saddens my heart. It, it, it's sad. It's Again, sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, it saddens. It, 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 you see, and I can I can feel the frustration in the voice of um, Karim, because I I I I know that sometimes if you are not careful with the kind of things that happens in this country, you end up getting BP high blood because pressure because you talk, get angry, <laughs> get angry, and still nobody talk, nobody listens to you. People are bent on doing what they want to do. And 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 they don't care what you say because there are no consequences to the actions that they they have. Nobody is responsible for anything, anything. in this country. There's okay. lack of accountability, right? And that right. is why we are experiencing what we are experiencing. So I understand and I appreciate our frustration what and our things. What, what, what the report that from? I mentioned from the statistical service talks about essential services like health, education, banking service, and all those essential services that we we, we have, and it's lists. The kind of communities that lack these things. So, if we are a serious country, by this time we should be asking ourselves: How far have we been able to make improvement in ensuring that these communities that have been listed as not having access to essential services have been provided with same? Nothing. We we are not. Right. I mean, I mean, Doc, Doc, very fun, very very impressive points that you you make there. I want to take some comments that have just come in. And then I'll take Ampon. Ampon will give me the closing thoughts. 
because his network hasn't helped him so bad. But now he's back on. You give me the closing thoughts and then we'll, we'll wrap up this conversation. So Frederick is texting us and saying, good evening, Joy and team. Listening to the news items, we are a nation without conscience and a nation that thinks of its leaders' welfare more than the citizens. Sad. After all these, some people would still take ex gracia. What is wrong with us? Frederick sending us that one. This one is Patrick from Kaswa. He says, please ask the education minister if the meeting with the district directors came on and if they started procurement process for the life jackets. Or he just did one of their normal talk, 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 talk. Sad. Patrick from Kaswa, thank you. I was really saddened as a Ghanaian hearing a narration of Mr. Godsway. This is one of the reasons most professionals are leaving the shores of Ghana to seek greener pastures outside the country. Our leaders only come to speak big English. Without permanent solution, Sami Kumasi. Hello, Ghana Connect. It's quite disingenuous and bizarre that as a nation that is touting our democratic credentials, we cannot guarantee at least the right to life of school children and teachers who toil to produce human resource for our well-being. Citizen Sika Togo from East Legon sending us that one. And then the last one, Sam Bannerman listening from USA. He says, the incident that happened in Wajagbawe, with nine school children lost their lives, is not going to be the first or the last. Hoping authorities in charge put good measures in place to around the rivers to prevent future occurrence. I mean, very, very, very sombering comments that all of you have shared with us, and there are a lot of them, but because of time, we can't take all of that. But, Ampol, let me come to you and give us um, 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 some conclusion of a sort. What do you think should happen yeah. so that these things end immediately? Yes, I can hear you. You see, um, I, I would bring in a different perspective. I think so far as, as a country, we will continue to over-centralize our government and the way we do our governance. This, this, these calamities will continue to recur. Why am I saying this? If this were to be in the U.S., the U.K., or any developed country, so-called, the president wouldn't have to be called the Secretary of Education wouldn't have to be called. Local system in that in that county or in that in that area will be will be will be will be called and will be questioned. Over here, we are not questioning the, the, the MCE, we are not questioning the district director of education because we have not been able to hand them that power that they need to operate in 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 in, in, in their districts and municipalities. You see, um, the local government system we have in Ghana affords every small district or municipality the opportunity to have its own system because we have um, director of security, director of education, director of health. So all these issues that we are talking about that we need to be addressed from the national level can be addressed at the local level if indeed we are committed to doing it. And I'm happy that some time ago the discussion came about that we should, as a people, I mean, go to the polls and decide whether as a country, we would want to hand over that power to, to the local governance in the sense that we vote for them and the people will feel more entitled to asking them yeah, for accountability. To demand accountability. That unfortunately did not happen. And today, and today we, 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 we are calling the wrong people, we are calling out the, the, the wrong people to come and solve the problems. Mm. The, minister, the Minister of Education will just come and release a statement, will visit them. The Greater Courage Now Minister will just visit the place. And after that, there is nothing he will do. And then that, and then that will be here. I mean, Ampon, very, 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 very true statements that you made. But listen, unfortunately, this is how we end the show. This has been Ghana Connect. Thank you so much, Godsway. You are a teacher 
on the island community you you teach alongside the voter league listen your story was important thank you for bringing that to us and we wish you all the best dr peter antipati is the executive director of the institute for education studies ifest abdul karim ibrahim is a social critic and a postgraduate student at the university of ghana's institute for african studies nana kufiyan pondakwa you just heard him a political activist they joined me to share this important conversation with all of us this conversation is going to go on my own my name is Kweku Asante, and thank you very much for listening. Locker Room is up next with the guys. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.